My name's Sam Wishman. I was born in Alice Springs in 1952 on the 6th of September. This is my story. The very first thing I remember was Charles Creek, staying there with my uncle Alan Tuner and my grandmother Amelia Tuner. Do remember that? And uh, later on, uh, I was at St. John's Hostel. My mum, Eileen Diamond, knee Briscoe, was a single parent. Uh, my dad, Sid, worked up in uh, Tennant Creek in the mines there. However, I spent um, time with my mother. She worked as a domestic servant with uh, the residency in Alice Springs and later on at Malanka Hostel. I guess that's where she met Henry Starman and married him. Lovely man. I had brothers on my mother's side and brothers on my father's side. My mother's side, my brother, eldest brother is Gordon Briscoe, Dr. Gordon Briscoe. My other brother was Bill Briscoe and uh, Dennis Wickman. And on my father's side, there's Vince Forrester and um, Stephen Cunock. On my mother's side, my sister is Sandra, and on my father's side, Pam, Pam Turner. My mum uh, worked at the residency, and she had a cottage there, and I couldn't go there to live. So my sister and I were housed at uh, St John's Hostel. Great memories of St John's Hostel. Being the youngest kid there, you know, I was often spoiled. <laughs> uh, made some great friends there. And um, it was really good, you know, uh, it was the youngest, and it was where I first started primary school, I guess, and went off to uh, Hartley Street School. That whole family life wasn't to be for me in terms of my mum not having a house. My family then became mostly the, the kids at St John's and later St Mary's, where I stayed a while at St Mary's. Uh, St John's closed, of course, uh, and I then went off to live with my aunt. My auntie, Edie Espy, a lovely lady. She loved me dearly and really looked after me. She's a very good surrogate mother, let me say, and a wonderful woman, yeah. It's where the, uh, the Church of England is. The original building where we stayed, the dormitories are all, I believe, knocked down and there's a whole new accommodation. Really. I think backpackers stay there or people down on their luck. Bar Street. And some fond memories of walking up those stairs every Sunday morning to go to church and go off to Sunday school. We had Father Smith, uh, Brother George and, and the like that on, on many occasions we'd go on a picnic on the Sunday. Uh, we'd go down to either the bungalow or down to Wigley. All the kids, you know, it was great. I can't speak highly enough of my time there, you know, as a really young kid. You know, I was, like I said, I was the youngest. I was there when I was about four, five, you know, that's very young. About 1957, the hostel closed. I moved down to the Gap. I think there, and um, my mum took me down. My mum took my, myself and my sister down to Adelaide for a holiday, and we flew back on a pocket friendship. And um, when I got back to town, my Sandra went to live with the, the Lawtons, our old uncle Herbie Lawton, and um, his wife. And I went to live with uh, my auntie Edie on. Um, Kent Street, and uh, Esky and I became like brothers, because um, he's older than I, and, and uh, then we had Johnny Stewart, uh, Eddie Taylor, all part of that uh, family clique there on the on the Kent Street uh, uh, Gap Road precinct, and um, my auntie Edie then got another house, which was a government house across the road on Kent Street, and our neighbours were the Little, Auntie Emily, and Uncle Harold, and Alan Little, didn't knock around with them, but they were there, and they they taught me things. They taught me how to ride a push bike. Ronnie Little used to take me to the swimming pool. And, and, and I used to walk the football and watch the football down at um, Anzac Oval. 
every weekend in the football season. They were great memories. We used to walk to school together, pass the mission block, uh, the Lutheran mission block, and catch up with other cousins I had in there, you know, walk along. People would go there to their respective schools. Fantastic years, and, you know, we used to climb the gap uh, of the McDonald Rangers there, climb up there and be in awe of the, the landscape we could see in front of us. Caught a couple of um, echidnas and brought them home for my honey uh, Molly to uh, cook up at Auntie Edie's. And you see a lot of the wildlife around, like, you know, pythons and the like, snakes, other snakes. We used to get our offal from the slaughter yard. My Auntie Edie worked at the uh, Gap store. So hang around there, waiting for Auntie Edie to finish work. There were other families around too, the, you know, Archie's, uh, Pauli Archie's family, my Auntie Mara. Mara. Uh, there were the Coles, Uncle Willie, the family, uh, the Turners, the Tillmouse, Perkinses and the like. They were all in that area. There was also around that precinct of the um, the old butcher shop, old Gus, Gus's butcher shop in the slaughterhouse, there were the Gap Cottages as well. There were a lot of Aboriginal people living in there as well that, that I knew. And old Uncle Sporty Thomas, for example, and his family lived there. Uh, Harold Thomas, Harold Thomas, his father. It was a great area because it was just one big playground. You know, we didn't reserve ourselves to the playground at uh, <laughs> Gus Branch. We'd, you know, the whole landscape was our playground. We'd go across to the common and, and Neville Perkins, um, Eddie Taylor and myself used to ride old Mr. Smith's uh, draft horse. You know, three of us could fit on there. You know, we'd uh, bring him close to the fence and climb on the fence pole and get on him. And he was such a gentle horse and... We used to ride him often in the old common name. It was a great community. Everybody knew each other. You could never get lost. Or, you know, I was always in trouble more than I was lost. 